Welcome to the Well Hello Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Jessica Mickelson. My goal is to teach you how to have a memorable Disney vacation. As a mom of four, military wife, and lifelong Disney goer, I want to share the magic of the parks with you and help you experience that magic at home too. You can find me at Well Hello Magic on all social media platforms. And my main hub is www.wellhellomagic.com, which has everything you need for a successful Disney trip and more. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, Disney family. I hope you have had an awesome week. I am in the throes of packing for our next Disney vacation. I usually start two weeks before, and my goal is always to pack the weekend before. At least get all of the things that I know we will not use for the rest of the week. Obviously, I can't pack toiletries and things like that until we get closer to the trip, especially when we're driving because I don't buy any different toiletries for driving trips. If we fly, then I do have to get all the travel size stuff. But um Driving makes it a little bit easier because obviously I have more space and we have the turtle shell that goes on the minivan so we can take pretty much anything we need to. But today I am going to be talking about how I pack for each season at Walt Disney World. So Walt Disney World Resort is built in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, which is right outside of Orlando, about 25 minutes. And Lake Buena Vista, Florida is a swamp. And so in turn, the weather is very funky. Uh, January is also a weird time to travel because it's the coldest month of the year there. I love traveling in January because it has the lowest crowds all year long. You get uh, Walt Disney World back in its original state. The holidays there start in August. So you start seeing fall decorations as soon as August. And then it goes all the way until really the first week of January. So I love the holidays of Walt Disney World. But there's something special about just seeing Walt Disney World as Walt Disney World without all of the added fluff. So I'm so pumped. Also, Festival of the Arts is going on, which is my second favorite festival. We plan on going to Epcot twice. The kids really want to be able to do all the activities there. So we will ride some rides one day. And the other day, we just really will enjoy the festival. Also, crowds are very low during this period of time. There is one holiday weekend. I believe it's MLK weekend. And so that weekend may be busy in January, but outside of that, it's going to be pretty low crowds once the marathon weekend is over. So I'm going to start with how I pack for like what I call the winter season, which is really January to like mid-February. It's not that long. It's a six-week period because surprisingly, it really does start to warm up mid to end February. And by March, I'm actually shocked by how warm it is. And the last two years, we actually have been to Walt Disney World every single month of the year, which I think is insane. This year, we slow down a little bit. We are going at the beginning and the end of the year. We'll probably sneak in one trip in the middle, but we are headed to Disneyland this year, and that is a bigger expense for us. So um, we're Walt Disney World because we're Disney Vacation Club members. We have annual passes. We have military discounts. It makes it a lot easier for us to go to Walt Disney World numerous times. We also don't have to fly. We can drive. It's a 14 and a half hour drive, which we have mastered the overnight driving technique. So for us, 
it makes it a lot more accessible and sometimes cheaper than going um, anywhere else. So if you want info on how to like reduce costs for that, definitely hit up the blog. But let's get started on talking about packing for the different seasons. So we are going to start in January since that's when I'm going. And the word is layers, layers on layers on layers, because in your January trip, you could have a day that is full of rain, then it's 80 degrees, and then you're in a parka jacket because it is so cold. That is just January for you. You don't know what you're going to get. I will say that January and December are typically like the driest months rain-wise, but I have encountered a small amount of rain in January. So my overall tip for rain at Walt Disney World is just prepare for it any season. So for me, that means stroller, rain cover every time. I never leave it at home. Ponchos every single time because it will probably rain. I take a UV umbrella. That's just the umbrella that we use for the park. It has a UV protectant so that when it is super hot, we can use it and it does reduce the heat. Like it's amazing how much it really does reduce the heat for us. So it reduces the heat for us, but then also in rainy season, we can use it as just a traditional umbrella. So those are like my top three things that we never forget. Now in the summer months, we do switch our shoes out and wear Crocs instead. But during the winter months, it's a little cold. So I always pack an extra pair of tennis shoes and I take extra socks to the park. So that's the big difference between January and early February and anytime else is that my rain kit consists of socks, then the umbrella, the poncho, and the stroller cover is what I'm bringing to protect myself against rain in January. Because It's in the forecast for our trip. I can see out now like the two-week forecast. I'm sure it won't last longer than 10 to 15 minutes, maybe an hour at the most. So it's not something that you really have to be super worried about, but there's nothing worse than being caught in the rain or having a wet stroller. So just go ahead and prepare for that. So when you hear me talk about layers for the trip, I start with a t-shirt. I take base of t-shirts. I take a couple long sleeve shirts, depending on how long we're going. This trip is pretty long. We're staying there, I think like seven nights. So I'll have four long sleeve t-shirts, four short sleeve t-shirts. I will take two pairs of shorts and the rest will be pants because more times than not, we're going to be in pants. But in January, there are times where we have had to wear shorts because it's so warm that day. Some of those days you hit 80 and it's like, I can't wear pants that day. So that's why I only bring two pairs of shorts because you're not likely to wear them as often. So we stick to mostly pants, pants and t-shirts, pants and long sleeve shirts. Then we bring some kind of sweatshirt or light jacket because in the morning it's cool and in the evening it's cool. We did have nights that got down to the 40s and we packed our parkas, which are just like our big coats. We didn't call it parkas when I lived in Texas. or Since I'm from Texas originally, I didn't know what a parka was until I moved up north. But basically, we take a big coat in case we do have those nights that are cold. And I take uh, blankets for the strollers. So we have all of our layers 
covered. We don't really plan on wearing any kind of sandal or croc outside of going to the pool or the water park. So I still do pack that. I don't necessarily pack water shoes because we may not be able to go to the water park and our crocs are enough honestly to go to the water park whereas during the summer we're in water so much I pack like our specific water shoes. Also during that January early February time I typically only pack one swimsuit for the kids. We are just not going to be in the pool in the water as much. We are going to try to go to Blizzard Beach one night or one day, and then we will probably go into the hot tub. But that does not require bringing multiple swimsuits because they're always wet. So one swimsuit per person is plenty in January. Even for a seven-day stay, I just don't feel like it's necessary to bring more than one. Everyone has rash guards and covers because, again, it is cooler. All Walt Disney World Resort pools are heated too. I think it's 82 degrees. And so the pools will be warm. The hot tubs will feel even better. But it's just not a time where you're going to be in the water as much, especially if it's like a drizzly, rainy day, you know, during the summer, even if it's raining, we're in the pool unless they kick us out for lightning. So one swimsuit is plenty, all of your layers. If you are from the South and you are not used to cold weather. The reason why I prepare more for Florida is because it's so humid there. You have a ton of moisture in the air and that moist air sometimes feels colder than it does in Pennsylvania with the dry air. So that's why I'm still bringing like at least hats. Sometimes I bring hand warmers if I don't want to mess with gloves. I feel like gloves are such a mess because you can lose one so easily and they're such a coveted item up here because we have snow that I don't want to waste my time with bringing gloves down. So sometimes I just bring like those hand warmers, those one use hand warmers that you can use and throw away. If you live on the East Coast and you have electric hand warmers, like sure, I guess bring them. But you know, the ones that you just buy in the packs work just fine. But it does get cool enough when you're waiting for those fireworks shows in the evening that you will feel cold. So with January, mid-February, you're just going to pack for all seasons. I know it's annoying. I know it feels like that's a little bit more luggage. If you want to reduce what you're bringing, maybe bring a couple t-shirts, a couple long sleeve shirts, one pair of shorts, a couple pants, and you can do laundry at the resort. I typically always do laundry at the Disney resorts. I don't like coming home with lots of dirty clothes. And since our laundry facilities are so big, I could just use, you know, like two washers, two dryers at the same time and get everything done and just get it done in two loads. So I don't mind doing that. I personally just like to pack one extra of each because if one pair of shorts is dirty and then I want to wear another pair because we have a second warm day, that's why I pack multiple. And again, this trip is longer. We're there for like seven nights. And so when you're there a long time, you just want to have everything that you need. If I was going for four days, I would only pack one pair of shorts, which in February last year, I did only go for four days for the princess run. And um, I only packed, you know, I think it was a little bit warmer there. So I packed two pairs of shorts and that was it for the four days and one pair of pants. So just Calculate how many days we're going. Make sure you have enough stuff to get you through the cooler weather. But do expect it to be 
kind of cold. Like you think you're going to Florida or it's going to be warm. Well, not in January. (laughs) It's not warm. It really doesn't start warming up until about March. So for January, February, you pack for all seasons. Okay, so now we're moving on to, let's say, March, April, May. Um, So during this time, it is starting to get warmer. The rain is increasing a little bit, but you're not quite into rainy season until about May 15th. So I still always have my kit for rain. Usually you have more beautiful days than not in March and April. Um, May, it starts heavily picking up with the daily rain or daily thunderstorms. In March, we were mostly in shorts. There was one day where we wore pants. So I almost start the reverse. Now, instead of bringing, you know, mostly pants and one or two pair of shorts, I bring mostly shorts and one or two pair of pants just in case I get caught in one of those cooler days. I also bring sweatshirts. I no longer bring jackets at this point. We do bring sweatshirts because sometimes in the evening it does get cool enough that you want a sweatshirt or something covering you up. I always definitely bring sweatshirts for the kids. I always bring any kind of um, just like a comfort jacket, soft fleece thing, no matter what, because they may want it in the room. Um, but in March, I will bring more than just one. So the summer I bring one, but then the rest of the months, a month I bring one or two just to, so they can alternate in case one gets messy or dirty. That's, you know, the hard part about when you're on vacation. Yes, I do laundry, but you don't want to have to run to the laundry because you only have one shirt and they spilled ketchup all over it. So in March, in April, I still will bring two sweatshirts for them to have. Then we also still pack a little bit of layering items, but you can pretty much guarantee the war- the days are going to be warmer. At this point, I was in t-shirts. I almost was sweating. What I didn't bring last March was a hand fan. And I was like, oh gosh, maybe I need a hand fan. Maybe I should have brought my hand fans because it started getting that warm. You know, in the winter months, you're not bringing hand fans at all. But I would say by time April hits, you will need your hand fan. If you're someone who's always hot, bring it in March because it starts to really get warm. And I was shocked the first time I went in March because we were still having snow in Pennsylvania and Florida felt really warm. And I was not expecting that. I still expected it to be kind of cool. I knew it was going to be warmer than obviously the Northeast, but I didn't expect to feel like I was going to start sweating. So again, now I flipped it. I bring a couple of sweatshirts, two pairs of pants, mostly shorts, and then we can change or go back to the room and change depending on how the weather feels that day. Always have your rain gear. And we do start to bring water shoes around April because the water parks are open more days than not. And we love the Disney water parks. And so we bring water shoes because we're going to be in the water a little bit more, still not a lot, depending on the length of the trip. So the rainy season is technically May 15th until October 15th. But honestly, it just rains until December. And in December, it's sporadic. I feel like the rainy season is literally just from May 15th till the end of the year. So this is when we start heavily preparing for 
rain. We always have all of our rain gear, but now we've added Crocs. I put make the kids put their Crocs in Ziploc bags. And as soon as we know that there's rain coming, we switch them out, put our other shoes in the Ziploc bags. They put on their Crocs. And now they don't have to worry about having wet or gross feet. It's fine. We have our ponchos. We make sure ponchos always cover like our um, bottoms because we don't want to sit on rides wet. So rain jackets are great, but sometimes rain jackets are not long enough. And so just depending on your preference, you do what works for your family. But it is officially the rainy season. It will rain every single day. Um, There's typically a mid-afternoon rain. Rarely do we have rain that lasts all day long. And on those days, we just make it a community hall day. Go to Disney Springs, eat dinner, go to the movies. During the rain is the best time to get a Gideon's cookie because Disney Springs has cleared out. So just know it's going to rain every day and you're going to see it in your forecast and you're going to be like, oh no, it's going to rain and ruin our trip. There has never been so much rain on any Disney trip that it has ruined a whole trip by any means. You just have to kind of reshuffle. And now with park reservations being gone, it's even better because now you don't have to worry about canceling your park day. Or if you get up and you are like, okay, it's raining. I really don't feel like going. Let's just go tomorrow. That's why it's also important to have flexibility in your trip and don't plan to go to the parks every single day because then you can readjust your trip. That's why I'm like, try not to go for limited times or Don't plan on going to four parks in four days because that will just be miserable and expectations will be high and then you won't be able to do it, especially if it's like during the rainy season. So let's go over the gear again. You have your stroller cover, your Crocs, you have your poncho, you have your umbrella, you have your water shoes now because we're in the pool a lot. We are going to the water parks. The water parks are crowded during the summer months. So if you don't like crowds, if you don't want to fight for an umbrella, there's different tiers of like purchasing like an umbrella, seats, cabanas, all of those things, which are all fun and wonderful. So look into that. And it is hot out there. It is so hot. Last August, I got burned and I am a black woman. So when I say it is hot, it is very hot. And reapply that sunscreen, reapply it on the kids. Take care of yourself in that heat out there. Leave the park. Like when I was growing up in Texas, we weren't outside playing in peak heat. So like leave the park and go back to the resort and go swim or rest or do something and then close it down. During the summer months, my kids are the best at being able to stay up really late. So we usually go back and rest midday, go back to the park, and then we can close the park down every time that we do it. We still stick by my rule of two park days, one rest day. But when we do those park days, we can definitely shut it down during the summer and the days are longer. So that makes it really nice. But it is very hot and the heat doesn't really slow down until... I would say end of November, that around Thanksgiving week, the week before Thanksgiving, that's when it starts to slow down. The rain finally starts to slow down. The hurricanes are finally done. Peak hurricane time is September and October. When I was there in September, I felt like it rains like so much compared to like August and July. So it rained a lot. And so you're going to deal with like rained out Halloween parties. Even in November, we had a rained out Christmas party last year. We were there just uh, six weeks ago in November. My husband and I just went on a trip and our 
uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party was completely rained out. And I was like, great. Like, we tried to wait until November and we still had rain. It was still fine. We enjoyed all the things. They did fireworks, but you couldn't see anything after about halfway through because of the smoke and the rain was holding down like the fireworks smoke. So it just became like a foggy, foggy haze. All the stage shows were canceled. I have a blog about what to do. If your shows get canceled, also in my Magic Kingdom guide, I go over all of that and the different things that Disney will do for you on those rained out parties. But what I'm saying is you still can expect rain even in November, but you're pretty clear on like the heat part of it. It starts to die down around mid-November. Then we enter our last season of the year, the last six weeks of the year, where you begin to bring layers once again. I've never needed like a heavy, heavy coat in November or December, but I do bring blankets for the kids for the stroller. And then I bring like warmer, um, like fleece jackets for the evenings because the evenings start to cool off, especially in December. They really start to cool off. So if you're from the South or somewhere that you're not used to cold, maybe just bring like a jacket or a light jacket at least. I would say November and December. Um, I bring pants and shorts, probably an even number of both because I just never know what I'm going to wear on those days. And But the weather is still like, pretty nice. December is the driest month of the year. So you can finally like take a breather from that. We are actually headed back this December because we have not been to, um, we've not done a family Christmas in December since reopening. So the park reopened end of 2020 we went in 2021 um and then we went just my daughter and I in 2022 just my husband and I in 23 and now we are going big family week long trip again in 24 we're taking parents and grandparents and aunts and all that stuff so it's going to be a really fun time we will probably stay um at one of our home resorts so like Copper Creek or Animal Kingdom for DVC. And then we'll probably do a value resort. I'm thinking about doing all-star um, music to test out that two-bedroom family suite for half of it and then switch over to deluxe for the other half. So we'll see. But December is pretty quiet. The rain is not as much, but you still need your rain gear. If you are going to Walt Disney World, it does not matter what time of the year you are going, you need your stuff for rain. You can buy disposable ponchos on Amazon. If you are um, a parent of sports kids, more than likely you're going to be trapped in rain anyway, so you might as well get like a good solid poncho. I have some of those things in my Amazon storefront so you can see what we use. I found awesome kid ponchos. It took so long to find a good um, quality kid poncho with a pocket in the front. And I finally found them. So my kids use those, even the baby who is really not a baby anymore because she's three, but, um, she has had a poncho since she could start walking because a lot of times she wants to walk and splash in the rain as well. So don't let rain damper your trip. Make sure you have those layers for those layering months. And this will get you through Walt Disney World all year long. So hopefully you were able to get your information for what you need to wear. Now, if you need to know what to bring, head to my Amazon storefront. I have sections of um, 
it for summer, winter, and year round. I have a blog post that also is the ultimate park bag. And it literally goes through everything you need, why you need it, and by different ages. Because my needs are different as my kids get older. I will not be bringing diapers to the park. This time, I will bring one pull-up because this girl had an accident last time we were there waiting for Chip and Dale. Like literally just started peeing when we were waiting in line. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I was glad I had a change of clothes and everything there, but she was trying to hold it because she wanted to see the character so bad. So she didn't want to tell me that she needed to go. So I'm not quite out of the toddler stage yet. I still have about two more years. When she's five, I finally maybe will be out of that toddler stage, which I have loved. And it's been an amazing time, but it has been 12 years of toddler. So I am very ready to move on to the kid and preteen phase of my uh, Disney life. But thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will still have podcasts that go live that are pre-recorded during our trip. So we'll be here next week. And then the following week, um, we will be in Walt Disney World. I will pre-record a podcast um, so that it will go live still. So I won't skip a week. That's my goal this year. Last year, I had 25 podcasts. My goal this year is to at least get to like 45 and keep it consistent weekly for you all. So thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for all of you. Have a magical rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the next episode. And if you have a moment, I would love a review. Find me on social media at Well Hello Magic. Until next time, have a magical day.